Hey guys, uh, welcome back to our Falcon and Winter Soldier recaps. Um, Josh, Gabe, and I are going to talk about episode four. Uh, probably, in my opinion, my favorite episode so far, but we'll talk about that with our impressions. We'll start spoiler-free, of course, and then move into the entire breakdown. So what were your guys' thoughts on this episode? Best episode since episode one, <laughs> my opinion. Yeah. Pretty good one. It was, like, pretty balanced between, like, action and just, like, quieter scenes. Plus, like, Zemo, like, the longer Zemo kind of hangs around, the more I kind of like him, even as, like, just a character, not just a villain. Um, yeah. And, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool to see, like, U.S. Ranger, too, more. Because, like, I'm actually, like, really liking him, like, a lot. Like, as a sort of villain-ish type thing. I don't know if he's, like, strictly a villain yet. I mean, the audience knows he's probably not up to any good, but... Yeah, I really... I'm really vibing with, like, the characters they're throwing at us. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll definitely break down everything that... The decisions that John Walker, in particular, made this episode as we go. Josh, what are your spoiler-free impressions of this episode? Well, as someone who is very weird, I could immediately tell that things were weird. I was like, this is uneasy. Like, granted, it's a superhero thing, so, like, usually, like, stuff is weird. But stuff just, like, from the very beginning of the episode, stuff just seemed so weird. And I swear, like, every scene, there was one thing I could point out where I was like, that was weird. Like, not like I didn't like it, but, like, mm -hmm. eh, I feel like this is going somewhere, like, weird. And so, like, I was just anxious the whole episode. Because <laughs> I was like, something's about to happen. Something's yeah. happening. And it was, yeah. It was, like, I can agree with you guys. This is the best episode I've seen. Like, it's pretty damn good. And, like, this episode, I don't know what it was. This felt like we got more in this one episode than we have most of the season. Because, yeah. like, as soon as this episode was done, I was like, damn, that was, like, its own little movie. Like, it, I was like, there was, like, a lot of, like, plot development and, like, good dialogue. I was like, man, this actually was, like, its own little mini, like, Marvel movie or, like, little, it, it seemed like a fan film made by the people who actually make the damn films like that's what this feels like it was beautiful it was so good mm -hmm. i remember just like as soon as it was over i was like that was so damn good and like i walked into the other rooms in the house like hey guys this this show's like good you should go watch this and like yeah i mean damn good episode the best yeah absolutely and i i think I think the first three episodes had some good build-up, but we really didn't get enough, I think, plot development from them till this episode, so I was really, really happy with this episode. Some great, some more great action scenes. The action in this series has been phenomenal um, so far, um, and this had some really cool, unique action scenes um, that we'll get to, and... Yeah, some really good internal development for these characters, and I really, really enjoyed it. Um, 
And the end of the episode is very, very brutal that we'll get to. All right, so we'll start from the beginning of the episode. Uh, so it starts six years ago, Wakanda. And so I was like, oh man, are they, you know, and I, I was curious uh, immediately when it said it was going to Wakanda. And then, uh, and then we see Bucky and uh, Io, who is the character that showed up at the end of the last episode, played by Florence Kasumba, I believe is the actress's name. And she, for people that don't know, because I found this out looking it up, uh, she was in Captain America Civil War. She was the Dora Milaje who was, uh, when Black Widow went to talk to T'Challa, and she's like... Tell, tell, told Black Widow to move or she would be moved and T'Challa's like as entertaining as that would be um and so I I really really um that was really cool and apparently she was also in Black Panther and Infinity War as well um which makes sense uh so it, it it's cool that they brought in a character uh was in a smaller role for this but it's cool how they made her role uh, in in this episode. So this scene was really, really full of emotions with Bucky's programming being deactivated. What what did you guys think? Yeah, it was like, it was another reminder that Bucky has been through some shit. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was like really interesting because like we haven't really seen anything like from Bucky's time in Wakanda, Mm -hmm. which was like sort of a like a rehab for him by the looks of it, by the the looks of this scene. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it was, like, it was crazy to see him just, like, break down, because, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, what would you do if you were, like, you know, like, just, like, some sort of, like, mind slave for, like, you know, years. Yeah. And then you're finally free. And then it goes back to, you know, you can kind of go back to, like, the first episode where he's talking to his therapist. He's, like, free to do what? So, yeah, he's a real, he's a real mess right now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, First emotion that we've seen from Sebastian Stan in the MCU so far, I believe. Um, Yeah. So, Josh, what did you think of this scene? It was very emotional to see Bucky like have that moment where he just breaks down, and it was it was earned, mm-hmm. really, because he wanted to be free for so long, but there's just nothing he could do about it. He was just stuck. And then when he heard those words, you could tell how nervous he was. Right. And he was very, very nervous that he was going to turn right back into that animal. Granted, seeing how the Dormelage work every time we've seen them they would have beat his ass back into submission and tried again (laughs) but man it was really sad to see him just like so nervous that it was going to happen again and then when it didn't he just started crying and that moment where she just kind of looked at him she was like you're free and he just started crying even more damn damn, that was heavy yeah absolutely i mean it it that's the kind of internal development we were alluding to earlier that I think this show is doing great and WandaVision did great. Um, so, and that gives us an idea of how mostly how these shows are going to work um, in terms of that. Um, all right. And then, um, then we get, uh, go back to what we had at the end of the last episode, Io and Bucky's confrontation 
and Io's like, you know, you you freed Zemo. Um, we need to take him back. Um, you know, giving you eight hours to use Zemo because Bucky's like, well, I'm using him for a purpose right now. And if they don't turn him in in eight hours, though, um, then uh, or after eight hours, then the Dormelage are going to come for him. So that was interesting. Um, then we get Sam trying to find info on Carly Morgenthau. Um, and um, then uh, then you have that scene with the Flag Smashers and Carly like revealing how much serum is left. And there's like seven or eight vials of serum left. Um, and then you got Walker and Battlestar uh, showing up. Um, and then you really... You really get to see Sam in uh, in how he interacts with char- the other characters um, and like how he's using his. You, you get to see why he was chosen to have Steve's shield. Um, that you know, having this peaceful conversation. So, what do you guys think of this conversation between him and Carly? I'm glad you brought it up because when I see uh, Sam, just kind of like straighten up and start speaking like seriously or wisely like i see that that's captain america to me right like he he looks and sounds and is acting like captain america right now right um not just like steve rogers but like captain america right so like i yeah i liked i liked that scene and like i was sitting there i'm like Man, I swear if, like, U.S. agent goes, like, marching in there. Because, like, he was really close to breaking through with her. But, like, as you can tell, like, U.S. agent, like, he's just so... He's a completely different character. But he still has the shield. So, you know, he, you know, runs in there and does all that. But, um, I like the way Sam is able to communicate with other people. Because, like... Even though he's his own, like, you know, guy. Like, that's totally something Steve would do. And he's just, like, all the more worthy of the shield. Oh, absolutely. Um, And this was definitely a callback to Captain America Winter Soldier, where Sam was uh, having the, um, where he was taking care of other vets um, with, like, talking to them and making sure they were okay um, before he joined the Avengers. So it's a cool callback. Um, Josh, what did you think of this scene? This scene was really good. As you guys were talking about, it kind of shows the main reason that Steve would have thought to give the shield to Sam. Because Sam, like, everyone was like, man, Bucky was his best friend, but he knew that Bucky would still have problems. And he knew that Bucky was, you know, he's been more of a soldier than he's able to be a man. Mm-hmm. And Sam has had time. He's been a good man since before Steve met him. And Steve knew that because the minute that he just jumped on Sam's doorstep like, hey, I need your help. I right. got fucking... Beat the hell. They shot Nick Fury. Right. Black Widow. And, like, Sam was just like, come on in. And he immediately started helping and counseling. 
he knew that he was a good man. So it got to show that side of Sam again because it's something we haven't been able to see too much, mostly because like Sam's kind of an arrogant prick in like every movie because like he's the Falcon, he's allowed to be. Yeah. So to see these moments where you're allowed to be more human, it's it reminds us of who they really are and like yeah he might be the Falcon at work, but like. This is him as a man. He is a good man, and he cares about people. And even when he looked at her, he was like, listen, I agree with your fight, but not the way you're fighting it. That's a way where, like, we've had a lot of real-life counterparts with that recently. Right. But it's interesting to hear it because it's just saying, hey, I totally agree with what you're saying, but I don't agree with how you're going about it. Like, your mission is a good mission, but you cannot kill people to get your final result. And it was, it was a beautiful talk. And as Gabe said, I was like, dude, I swear to fucking God, if that, if Carl from Up storms the fucking that room with his little cosplay shield and starts messing everything up, I'm going to get pissed. And then he storms in there and I got pissed. And I was like, you idiot. But yeah, this very interesting because it really tells you about these characters. Like Sam was a good man who was patient and he wanted to get like her at her humanity. He mm-hmm. wanted to strike her like, hey, let's have a talk. And then fucking Captain Fake-A-Wish decided that it was time to just storm in and do nothing but be a dick. You're under arrest. I was like, just shut up and talk for you, idiot. Yeah, that's how I felt about that scene. Yeah, Captain Fake-Wish is probably my favorite quote from our this podcast so far. <laughs> um, Alright, so then, um, yeah, I... I I thought this conversation was absolutely beautiful as well. Um, then we get the scene, um, like in between here, we all we get the scene. Zemo is uh, getting information from the children in his own way because um, they're trying to get the information out of people. And uh, before that, and Zemo is baiting children with his Turkish delight uh, candy and uh, gets the little girl to tell him the secret that um, that at the information that he keeps for a bit. Um, so, I mean, it, and he's, like, singing, like, uh, Baba Black Sheep, um, which I... That shit was creepy. Yeah. So, that was just really, really creepy, and it's just, like, I don't know, that they like to give these, um, Marvel, like, the MCU likes to give these things to, like, the villains, like, have them go on a monologue, or have them say, like, a... Pro, some sort of, like, prolific thing from, like, literature or, like, poems or something. So it's kind of, I don't know. I, I honestly kind of like that. I don't know. It makes them either, it makes the villains either creepy or just, like, yeah. Well, like, I like it because, like, it shows that, like, it's not trying to, like, really humanize them. But, like, it's just showing that, like, they have, like, normal human feelings, like, normal priorities. Like, Zemo can be like, oh, yeah, cute kids. But also he, like... He's okay with like blowing a building up, you know what I mean? Right. Like, like he he would be, you know, he's like, oh yeah, I like I like dogs, they're pretty cute, but also like I would like you know murder a bunch of people. Like it's just, but yeah, that scene I was like, yeah, you're kind of creeping me out, dude. <laughs> like I didn't trust it at first. 
Yeah, I didn't either. Um, and so then, yeah, Walker, they, uh, Walker and Battlestar show up and they cut Zemo. Um, and yeah, that, like we allude, like we said, they barge in on Sam and Carly. Um, Zemo escapes in all of this because of course he does. Um, and then we see that scene where Carly runs in and he shoots Carly in the stomach and then, uh, takes the serum. And as soon as he took it, I'm like, he's not going to take the serum. He's going to destroy it because that's his character. And sure enough, he crushes almost all the rest of the serum except for the one, which we'll get to later. But what did you guys think of this scene with uh, Zemo destroying the serum? Yeah, you can really see how much, like, Zemo just, like, wants to get rid of this shit. He's, like, stomping on every vial, and, like, God knows how many, like, you know, uh, super villains or, you know, maniacs want this stuff. Mm -hmm. And he's just, like, stomping on all these vials. I honestly didn't think, like, there would be, like, one left, but, like... When I saw it, I was like, oh, no, because I knew he was going to take it in my, like, in, you know, frankly, like, I just, mm -hmm. I knew he's just kind of a slimy guy deep down, and I don't know, like, and then you get that conversation with him uh, over the coffee table with, like, uh, Battlestar, he's like, would you ever take the serum if you yeah. had a chance? He's like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and then and then he's like, well, what do you think, you know, like, w like, what do you think it would do to me? Aren't you afraid of, like, you know, what it can do to the person? He's like, well, it just makes whatever makes you, you, stronger, you know. So Steve Rogers became, like, you know, a buff Boy Scout and, you know, saving the world and stuff. And then, you know... But John Walker is, like, looking at him, and he's, like, you can almost kind of tell he kind of doubts whether or not he's, like, a decent, like, upright person or whatever. Yeah. And he said, I think he, I can't remember the line, but he just essentially said that, you know, he feels like he's doing the right thing when he's Captain America. But, like, when he, during that scene, you just kind of look at him, and, and you can tell that he, like he might be also afraid that he's going to go off the deep end if he takes this serum. Which, like, that was definitely, like, low-key foreshadowing, too. Like, if, if the next episode shows us, like, just John Walker going crazy, like, I mean, yeah. I mean crazier. Yeah. Uh, that would definitely, that was definitely, like, a foreshadowing type thing. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I... I, I do want to discuss that more. Um, I think there's, like, a couple other points before that, like, the big scene with, uh, you know, with the Dora Milaje. I, I think we should talk about that, and then we can talk about that table talk as well. But, uh, Josh, what, what were your thoughts on uh, the Zemo crushing all the vials of serum? I, you don't even know how loudly I clapped. Because, like, I totally understand that Zemo's like a villain. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I just downloaded a meme about it, like, last night. So it was really funny when I saw it today. I was like, oh, shit, that's me. It was like, you know that something is up when you're listening to the villain and the villain makes sense. Like, it to me, Zemo in this show is making more sense than he did in the previous, like, in uh, Civil War. Yeah. He was like, yeah, I'm mad that my family died as a result of this. In this one, it's like different. It doesn't seem like he's trying to kill 
the current superheroes. And I don't even think he was really trying to do that in the last thing he was in. But he's trying to stop the production of more. He doesn't want any more heroes. He wants them to die out. So like once these heroes go away, there are no new heroes to take their place. And from a certain point of view, you can kind of understand it because of everything he's seen. Hell, everything they're seeing now with just this fight over a serum that can basically just give you the powers of, like, strength. Mm -hmm. And it makes, like, agility, like, occasionally flexibility. Like, it enhances things about you that, like, any human any like usual everyday citizen would kill to have like right. we all want to be stronger and faster and more flexible and more agile like that's just a thing mm. that happens like oh i wish i could do this better but like it doesn't make you a better man it just makes you a better soldier and i think that's why sam it like it gives you the contrast of like sam was like yeah no hell no i wouldn't yeah and it's very interesting, but to see Zemo destroy all of it, I completely understood why. And to be honest, I was kind of relieved when I saw him destroy all but that one. I was like, I don't know whose hands it's going to fall in. When I saw whose hands it did, I got pissed. But, like, I knew, listen, he was trying to do a good thing. Like, granted, he might be a little misguided, but, like, still... He's trying to stop these heroes from being born. Or also, if it falls into the wrong hands, it's either going to turn them into heroes or villains. There is no in-between. Right. Like, and even with the progression of, I can't remember her name, Marley or something like that? Mari? Um, Car- Carly. It, the, are you talking about the red the redhead girl that... Um... Carly, yeah. Carly? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's you kind of see it in her. At first, she was like, oh, yeah, I'm a hero. I'm doing this. But then she killed people. So, like, it's a progression that you're seeing. It's kind of like, I think we talked about this last episode, like, kind of the Dark Knight way of going about it. Like, you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of something that's going on with this. Like, Zemo is really trying to do the right thing and he's a little misguided but also what he did could possibly save a lot of lives that could have ended if somebody else who's misguided got their hands on that even someone like the united states government because they would they would take that formula and try to replicate it like it's yeah i totally agree with him stomping the fuck out of that juice it needed to be stomped yeah absolutely um yeah, we'll get we'll get to the other big discussion point that Gabe was alluding to er, earlier, and we'll I, I do want to absolutely have more discussion on that. But we got the Dormilaje scene. So uh, Walker picks up the last dose, knocks out Zemo with his shield. Um, the conversation where Sam says he has no desire to be a super soldier, and then we get the Dormilaje showing up to fight and kick some ass, um, uh, kick uh, Walker and Battlestar's ass. Um, which I loved, uh, the scene with, uh, that scene when, uh, Bucky's just on the sidelines. You got it, John. You're, you can, you can do this, John, just mockingly. I laughed at that 
Um, and then you get the scene of Io, she, because she feels so betrayed, Wakanda feels so betrayed because Bucky, uh, freed the guy who killed their kin, um, kin T'Chaka, and, uh, they, she disarms Bucky, something that we've never seen before, where she, because it's Wakanda, his arm is from Wakanda, they disarm it completely, and so I thought that was really cool. This entire fight scene was awesome. So, what were your guys' yeah, thoughts? Yeah, it was a really good, sorry, it was a really good. good fight sequence. Uh, yeah, I thought the, like, the literal disarming part was, like, crazy. I never thought of that, but, like, that makes sense, because, like, if they, like, you know, it's their technology, so they probably just have, like, you know, some sort of, like, off button, and, you know, it just falls to the floor. Right. Yeah, like, that scene was crazy, but it also, like, drove home the fact that, like, Bucky is such a, like, a disorganized, I don't know if that's the right word, like, he's just, like, he's such a lost dude, like, yeah, he's, he's a, he's obviously, obviously grateful for, like, everything they did for him, but, like, he still had to, like, break out their greatest enemy, he's like, well, sorry, I kind of had, like, you know, no other option here, and, like, Mm -hmm you know, put yourself in their shoes. They're like, uh, this guy committed crimes against our people. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not going to want to let him live. Like, right. So, yeah, that, that, that part was crazy. And I imagine like more stuff is going to come from this. Cause you know, Wakanda and people aren't going to be stoked. You know, Zemo probably is going to be like, ah, shit. Like, you know, now I got like more people on my ass. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, Josh, your thoughts on the Dormelage scene? What could my thoughts be other than fucking awesome? Yeah. Dude, as soon as they stepped in the room, I was like, y'all are screwed. Like, <laughs> I didn't even know what else to say other than like, y'all should have thought about this shit. And like, it was interesting because the minute they walked in or I was like, y'all better get the fuck out. Like, they're about to whoop your ass. Even when he's like, Dora Milaje, they don't have any jurisdiction here. And she just looks at him, she's like, the Dora Milaje have jurisdiction wherever they go. I'm like, fucking true? Yeah. <laughs> go for it. Like, I had a bunch of my diplomat friends, like, around uh, other states and stuff. Like, one of my friends from... Uh, George Washington, Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. He's a student studying, like, diplomacy and, like, international diplomacy. He's like, yeah, that's not how it works. I was like, well, the country is fake, Keith, so you can just back off. <laughs> but, like, it's, yeah, it was very interesting to hear that. And I loved it. They straight kicked ass. Yeah, it made total sense where it kind of made me think of, like, Wakandans. It's like that phrase, like, God giveth, God taketh away. Mm-hmm. If they truly wanted to, they could have picked that arm off the ground and they could have took that shit from Bucky, which um, at first I thought they were going to do that. Yeah. Like when she ripped that arm off, I thought she was just going to pick that shit up and take it. And I was like, holy shit. Like, if they would have done that, I was just like, man, cue the Star Wars ending music because, like, show's over. Like, it's just, yeah. it's just, Falcon now. <laughs> like, he might have super straight, but like he's literally just a guy with one arm at that point. 
So, like, I, I don't know. Maybe they're stronger, but I doubt it. But yeah. Like, yeah. The absolute shock on his face when she did that. Priceless. And, of course, we get Captain Douche America being a dickhead again. And he was like, listen, do you know who I am? And she's just like, yeah, we don't fucking care. <laughs> do we look American to you? Like, fuck. And it was insane because I literally, when he like kind of leaned in the first time, I was like, dude, do not touch her. Like, she will fuck you up. And then he didn't. I was like, okay, you got lucky. And then he leaned in and touched her. And as soon as she started whooping his ass, yeah. I was like, I knew it. Like, you don't touch them, dude. Like, that's not how they roll. And, yeah, it's also, it's like getting me to a side question of like, where is the Dora Milaje's leader in all of this? Because, o- like, Okoye, yeah. Well, not even just that. Like, oh, it's Okoye, but like, did T'Challa authorize this? Is right. Is T'Challa not there? Did Shuri authorize Who authorized this? Because it had to be authorized. And, yeah, it was very interesting to me. Because I was like, you know, they're whooping ass. And even that one where she perfectly... Also, when he said, oh, you know, put your stick thingies down. I was like, they're obviously a spear, you fucking moron. Like, <laughs> have you never seen a spear before? But, yeah. Yeah, as soon as he was like... It's, she threw the spear perfectly where it just trapped his arm in the table and like it didn't even hit him mm-hmm. but it was perfect so that it trapped the shield on the table and he couldn't get his like he couldn't get it out yeah so, and then there was that scene where she fucking rips the spear out and the fucking shield falls on the floor and she does that thing that cap always did where she kicked the bottom of it and then just catches it in her arms. And I was like, first of all, ah, ooh, <laughs> I'm a big fan of that move, so I loved seeing that. Yeah. But, yeah, seeing them just put him in his place, and he truly just realized, like, yeah, I ain't shit. Like, I'm literally just a cosplayer with Cap Shield. Like, that's all I am. I, yeah, I think that feeling is probably what led him to do something else later in the episode. Right. That, like, helped him during battle. So, yeah. Well, I'll talk about that when we get I there. I like how he was, like, completely broken during that scene, though. After he lost that fight, he was like, they didn't even have super serum or whatever. Like, right. Yeah, They're just like, badasses, bro. Yeah. You're a fucking melange. They told you not to fuck around with them. He's like, dude... I wouldn't even mess with it. And he decided to fuck around, and then he found out. That's how that worked. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, I do wonder, because I Shuri also got her name dropped as well, I believe. Um, and so I do wonder... Um, I know we didn't get follow-up when they name-dropped Ultron but in WandaVision, but they name-dropped Pietro, and then we got some version of that, obviously... <laughs> Um, and so I'm wondering if Shuri has authorized it and she maybe will get Shuri showing up, um, since T'Challa can't, obviously, um, but we'll see. Um, all right, so then we get, Gabe alluded to this, uh, earlier with the debate with Walker and Battlestar over the serum and whether they would take it or not, and... 
we know from, uh, it's said in Captain America First Avenger way back when, um, that, uh, it amplifies someone's personality. So Steve Rogers, obviously, because he was a good man inside and, you know, that amplified him to be who Captain America should be. Um, and, you know, um, and then when, uh, as a comparison, Red Skull obviously got deformed and, uh, because what was inside was, you know, evil. So, um, it is an interesting debate, um, you know, over this, um, and obviously we're gonna see, uh, what happens with that, uh, shortly, but any more thoughts on this debate over the serum here? I just think that uh, there's definitely, like, some, like, unresolved things within, like, John Walker's past that we don't know of. Mm-hmm. Like, for a hot second there during that scene, I'm like, is there going to be a flashback scene real quick here? Because, like, it, it sounds like he's, like, he's got some issues. Like, maybe he, you know, got PTSD from, like, all the, you know, medals he gained and what he had to do to earn them. Right. Um. So, which would, like, be pretty interesting to actually, like, look into. Because, like, you know, like, all these guys, like, they're technically soldiers. But, like, you know, like, John Walker might be the craziest. And it's just, like, if he takes this serum, you're going to see the direct result of, like, how bad, like, he's just been treated and, like, you know... Like, all that stuff is just going to, you know, come boiling up, you know. And, like, you know, as said before, it just, like, amplifies, like, who and what you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Josh, it's, any... Yeah, I'm, I'm very interested in seeing what is wrong with John Walker. Because I realized mm-hmm. something while watching it. Like, he had uh, ticks that we haven't seen before in mm-hmm. the show. So I think it must be, like, a recent thing. Or, like, maybe something's just coming back to him. Because we saw new, a, lot, a lot of new ticks in today's episode. Specifically <laughs> the one where he turns his head yeah. in a very odd way. Like, kind of like how a dog does. Like, he would just keep turning his head mm-hmm. and, like, kind of looking at things in a different way. And I think that might be, like, a subliminal message, message that they're trying to give. Like, John, now that my, it's not been, like, a year... But he's been Captain America for a tiny bit, Mm -hmm. and he's seeing that it's not working out. So he might actually be thinking in a new way now, especially with what happens later on in the episode. He definitely is thinking in a new way now. And, yeah, I kind of want to, like, know what happened. Because he was kind of, he seemed way different in this episode than any other episode. Like, even in the other episode when he was being a dick, he was still, like, something was just very different. And the ticks really gave it away, well, excuse me, gave it away for me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, something's wrong with him. Like, he's not himself right now. And then, yeah, it was very interesting to see that because, yeah... I think that when, uh, what's his name, Battlestar, yeah. when he mentioned that, um, hell yeah, I would take it, mm-hmm. and like they were, they had that scene, 
the part that got me the most was, as you guys have already mentioned, when John asked the question, aren't you going to be like nervous, like what it makes you? So I don't think that John was nervous what it was going to make him. I think it made him nervous that he was actually going to turn into who he's meant to be. Like he's, Mm -hmm. he doesn't like who he is. He doesn't like who he's moving towards with all of this anger. And I think it's something that like he was nervous about. And that's why he was hesitant on taking the serum. Because he was like, Hey, how do you feel about it? Like, would you take it? Why? Why aren't you nervous? And he was like, it sounded like when a little kid discovered something new and they like, don't quite know what it is. So they just decide to ask a bunch of questions about it. Right. And it was funny because he was asking someone who didn't have any of the answers. Like, it, he could have talked to Bucky about it, who actually took him to him. Right. And, like, it was interesting because it, yeah, it's kind of like going to a car dealership and asking how to fix your phone. Like, <laughs> I mean, if they have the same type of phone, maybe they'll know. But, like, they don't have any, like, they're not going to know what the hell's going on. They're not going to know what to do. Mm-hmm. It was very interesting, but yeah, it's something is up with him, and I really want to know what. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, and I, I think um, I saw on a breakdown um, while preparing for the podcast today that um, some uh, one of the YouTubers I was watching was like, um, it seemed to them that the way Battlestar was talking in this scene also is that he was a genuinely... You know, he, he was a genuinely good guy that seemed to have gotten caught up in the wrong thing. So, um, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if he, if that's how I picked it up. Um, but I don't know. Um, any thoughts on that thought or we good to move on? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we can move on. Okay. Um, all right, so then, um, you get the, Carly calls Sam's sister Sarah to get Sam to join their cause, which I thought was interesting, so I, I was wondering if, like, this was because, like, Carly might have called the, their business, and that's how she got a hold of Sarah, because I was like, well, how did she get a hold of her, but then, uh, you know, that, I guess it would probably be something to do with the, uh, their family business, and that's probably the number that, she called most likely. Um, so then, um, so then Sam and Bucky go to talk to Carly, and then Walker comes back in, and you know through his fighting, we obviously find out that he took the serum when he, you know, he's he's sensing, uh, he, his senses are elevated, and you know he obviously bends the pipe and as soon as as soon as he bent the pipe, I was watching with my parents, and we were all like, yeah, he took the serum, obviously. Um, and so, and then you have the stuff with the knives, which I thought was kind of funny, but, um, yep. And then we have the big, um, one of the last two big moments. Um, so, uh, Carly kills Battlestar, kick, uh, presumably it's, that seems to be what it was implying. She kicks him into the pillar and it seems like he breaks his neck on the pillar and, um, so that causes Walker to um, go in for vengeance and uh, murders one of the Flag Smashers who didn't even uh, kill uh, Battlestar and uh, brutally murders him in public and 
you know, that's something that Steve Rogers would never have done. He wouldn't have murdered someone like that. And I, you know, when he raised his shield, I thought immediately of the moment in Civil War when, when Steve and Tony are fighting and Steve went up to put the shield on Tony and obviously like just went for a move to, you know, uh, make it so, you know, just kind of end it there, um, but didn't obviously go for the kill. So, I mean, what were your thoughts on this whole sequence of Battlestar dying and Walker going full-on crazy? So, Funny enough, like, a couple minutes before that scene played out where he got, like, iced is, like, I was just like, yeah, he's gonna die soon. Like, cause, mm-hmm. like, I was like, they're not really giving us, like, a whole lot of information about this guy. Mm-hmm. He seems, like, cool and all, but, like, it seems like they're just gonna, like, kind of pitch him real quick here, and then, like, sure enough, you know, that thing happens. But, right. like, it was, I was like, damn, like, he really cares about him. Because, mm-hmm. like, he was, like, kind of panicked. Actually, he was really panicked, like, when he was unresponsive. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, going back to, like, him john walker being absolutely unhinged yeah that was obviously something captain america or steve rogers would never do Mm -hmm. uh even if you're looking at like the civil war scene Mm -hmm. you mentioned like john walker still like brutalized that guy like he didn't even give him a chance right sure like steve rogers has like domed some people when he like throws his shield (laughs) or something or like you know He's probably, like, broken, like, so many bones, but, like, dude, like, the shield was, like, bloodied. Like, right. You know, there, like, there was actual, like, like, there was a considerable amount of blood in this episode. Like, near the end, just no spoilers, of course, but, like, um, or no spoilers intended. I guess we're at the spoiler section, so it's kind of your fault if you're this far and you haven't watched it. But, <laughs> but, um... Yeah, that was, like, that was so crazy. But, like, I was, like, I'm kind of, like, digging, like, how crazy, like, I, I really like John Like, I really like his role mm-hmm. he's doing right now. Like, and I know people have been kind of, like, shouting him out of existence, or at least they're trying to. And that just, like, it kind of made me all the more sad, because I'm, like, man, this is sick. Like... You know, you, it's just interesting that you can, like, you can introduce people that were, like, traditionally, like, villainous, like Thanos. Right. You know, and they're, they're okay with it, or, like, even Zemo. But, like, God forbid you have, like, a character that's, like, you know, a phony Captain America. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's just so weird. Like, this is, like, like, Marvel fans, like, get off on, like, these really developed or, like, kind of interesting villains. And then you have John Walker, and they, like, bully the hell out of the actor. It just makes me really sad. Yeah, this is another thing. We talked about this definitely when we did Star Wars with the bullying that took place in the Star Wars fan base, and this is another example. I saw this online as well, that, that Wyatt Russell... Um, John Walker's actor has been bullied um, off social media as well uh, for his portrayal, and which is, yeah, like you said, Gabe, really, really crazy to me that people would go this far because of a portrayal, but, you know, this is where they draw the line, but you have Thanos that wipes out half the population, kills, like, billions, trillions of people, and 
and people are like, yeah, Thanos is awesome. And then I, I don't know. It just it's insane. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Josh, your thoughts on this whole scene. So when it came to uh Battlestar mm-hmm. getting just fucking It was I mean I kinda of chuckled at first and then he died. I was like, oh that's not funny. Yeah. And like I did feel really bad because he was just like one of the innocent guys caught mm-hmm. up in the fight. And Steve we're gonna keep comparing John to Steve because that's who he's supposed to like he's supposed to be Captain America right now. Right. He's not supposed to be Steve, but he's supposed to be Captain America. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting because like the way that John reacted was like a way that we expected. Like he was sad, angry, confused, nervous, like really amped up about the, like what the, it was just so sudden and he didn't really have time to process it. But in them, as we all, as we see in superhero movies, there was that split second where he had a choice to make. Right. And he made the wrong one. Mm-hmm. And, but I did think it was really cool that they had him mirror a move that Cap did in uh, Winter Soldier, where they're like, you got nowhere to go. So then he just jumps out that window. The way that they oh, shot yeah. that jump was the exact way that they shot Steve jumping out of the elevator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was really interesting, and it looks beautiful. And he does that, lands on the car, sees the Flag Smasher, and chases him. And as soon as he fucking slammed that Flag Smasher in the back with the shield, I was like, dude, that guy's probably never going to walk again. Like, that was pretty damn hard. And that mm-hmm. guy wasn't wearing, like, armor. He was just wearing a fucking jacket. And right. He threw that shield, like, whoo. And I was like, oh, God. And he went down, where is she? Where's the the Batman? <laughs> yeah, you got the fucking. <laughs> but yeah, it was interesting because you could see how pissed he was, and we were like, "Uh oh, like he's about to do something bad." Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know what he was gonna do. Thought maybe he was gonna like just beat the hell out of the person with his fist, and then like Falcon and Bucky were gonna jump in and like rip him off. Like you're in your fucking mind. But and then nope. He just bashes that dude's chest in. Yeah. You see, like, blood all over his hands when the guy's arm, like, falls down at the last second. And, like, Carly saw it all. Sam and Bucky saw it. And the worst part was the public saw it. Yeah. Because, number one, as someone in politics, this show might get really interesting the next episode. Because, number one, that is a murder on foreign soil. That is a sovereign state. Right. You cannot do that. So, like, it's going to get real interesting. And, yeah, like, you know, yeah, you just can't fucking do that. Like, right. That's horrid. But, obviously, you're not supposed to murder anyone in general. But still, yeah. Yeah. it's like a government agent. And he just murdered a, basically what they know to be as a member of the public. And all the public saw it. That country's going to freak out, because I think they're in Germany right now, if I'm correct. Yes, I believe so, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, they're in Germany, and he just did that, and that's going to be very, very bad. 
but also you could tell the salmon bucky like obviously the public was obviously uh carly was but sam and bucky were mortified especially i can tell that bucky was probably pissed beyond all measures because dude that's bucky's like i we're just gonna say he's dead because i can Mm -hmm. that's bucky's best friend who died like that's his symbol right and it was just stained by this fucking punk ass soldier who thought that he could play dress up and fit the role and then he just ruined everything that Steve made that symbol like look like. Mm. And like, yeah, I I'm not gonna lie, I was pissed. Like I was like, oh my god, I can't believe that this happened. I got mad because I was like, you know what, that's like a that is a symbol that like means something to us. And I'm not mad at the show at all. I thought it was beautiful. But, like, if I was in that world, I would have been furious. Because, like, you just stained that logo of hope. And, like, honestly, no, I'm just going to stick with that word. That is a symbol of hope. People could see that, especially Americans, or even people around the world, they'd see that and they'd know someone is there to help. And it's like, yeah, just... He just ruined that, and oh my god, man, I, I'm still like, what the fuck? But also like that, what that visual of him standing there, just staring down the public, and there is just a shit ton of blood dripping from the bottom of that shield. It was honestly one of the most horrifying images I've seen in the MCU. Yeah, like we've seen literal dead bodies, but like that is the scariest thing I have seen. Yeah. Like, I'd rather see people get dusted 24-7 than see a fucking guy standing there, a demented super soldier, with blood dripping from this fucking shield. Like, that was, oh my gosh, that was an episode-defining moment, that was a series-defining moment, that was a character-defining moment. John Walker about to get his life fucked up, and honestly, yeah. America might get their shit wrecked too. But, yeah, that was a bad, bad move. Yeah, absolutely. Um, This is an MCU-defining moment right here, I think. And I know we have two episodes left, but we... I mean, in two episodes, who knows, we might be ranking John Walker on our villain rankings, too. And I I agree with Gabe that I I, I like Wyatt Russell's portrayal, and I like this... I, I like how they're developing this character, um, how they're, and they're not shying away from showing his downward spiral, so I think it's pretty interesting, um, so obviously we'll wait to see how it finishes, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy, I have some thoughts, but we can definitely go into predictions, um, anything else, um, I know Zemo did slip away in the midst of all this, stuff going on so we don't know where zemo went off to we did see sharon a bit more um that sam contacted her for more information i think or whatever it was um but is there anything else that we want you guys wanted to make sure we discussed before we hit our predictions uh you can roll into it because i'm probably gonna bring up those things okay josh anything uh i'm gucci okay all right, so we'll head into our episode five predictions. Um, you guys can go first, of course. So, Gabe. Yep. 
Um, well, I don't know where Zemo could be going or what's he going to do. <laughs> I don't know. I think he's probably got, like, some kind of plot. He's, like, contriving or something, and I'm sure that's going to be like, oh, no, we have to, you know, they have to stop Zemo then. But, like, there's there's two ways the next episode kind of unfold with, like, the aftermath of that brutal scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Walker is either going to, like, kind of, like, re- like, kind of, like, retreat, I guess. Like, he's going to, like, basically go insane. Like, he's going to, he's probably either going to lose his mind and, like, just not know who he is or, like, what's, what he's doing. Like, he's going to be, and, and he's still going to be, like, juiced up from the serum. Mm-hmm. So, like, who knows what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. Or he's going to be like, oh, God, like, you know, what have I done? And probably, you know, go the opposite way. But, like, there's a good chance that, like, he kind of, like, panics. But he also, like, just, like, starts going crazy and just, like, kills anyone who he thinks, like, is out to get him or, like, wants to, you know, hurt him. Mm -hmm. And... I think it's just kind of reaching this boiling point where, like, Sam and Bucky are really going to have to do something about this John Walker guy. And, you know, at the same time, they're still trying to figure out this whole issue with, like, this uh, the Flag Smashers. And it's just, like, you know, you got two guys who are probably, like, the most qualified to do the job right now who are also available. Mm-hmm. And they get they all got to figure this thing out. So I'm just I'm very eager to see what they'll be able to do within two episodes. For sure, Josh, your predictions. Okay, so I, I will wait for this. So my first prediction is that I the episode I I hope it's going to start one of two ways. One, which would be much more eventful, it starts right back out in that scene at the end where he has blood all over that shield. And Sam and Bucky are going to fight the fuck out of him for that shield. Mm-hmm. Like as Bucky said in like episode one or two, I think it was, it was episode two. Let's just take it. Like, let's take it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, what, we're going to steal it. And now I think they're going to be like, we have to take that from him. Mm-hmm. Like they don't know what he can do with it. And I think they're like, I hope they try to like fight him and they take that shield and they just beat the hell out of him. And then they ship his ass back to America where he's probably going to be tried for... It could possibly even be warranted as a war crime. Mm. It could be warranted as a war crime. It could just be a crime against humanity mm-hmm. in the eyes of the United States government. Yeah, But yeah, it's going to be very, very interesting. And I hope it starts out that way or... It starts out because we've seen a lot of scenes where Sam and Bucky are just kind of tossing that shield around. We're going to get the scenes that, oh, yeah, the military has retracted John Walker being Captain America. And we're going to get those scenes of they finally realize that like they've finally realized like we should have given this to you in the first place. Or Sam and Bucky are going to take that shit. And it's well-deserved. And I hope they, I honestly, if they steal it, it would kind of make me feel even better than if they just sat there and did nothing. Yeah. But yeah, I think it would be, I think they need to take it, especially from John. But I think that's how it's going to start out one of two ways. 
And obviously, America's going to have a lot of problems to deal with. But also, number one, there's only like two episodes left. The mm-hmm. power broker is catching on. Yep. And he or she is going to get right on the ass of uh, Carly because the power broker sent them a message. You need to get those, like, you need to get that serum back to me or I'm going to end you. And now she doesn't have that serum. That serum's gone. Right. Like, one of them was taken by that crazy fucking nutcase, <laughs> and the other one was stomped on by another crazy fucking nutcase. <laughs> but, like, really, she's kind of fucked in both directions. Plus, now she's like, oh, great, Captain America's fucking killing people. Well, time for me to leave. And, like, I think it's only going to make her more violent. It's going to make her want more revenge. And the action is going to get even crazier because she's going to turn into a fucking murder machine. And Sam and Bucky are still going to uphold, like, their goodwill. And they're still going to be like, listen, we need to do this, like, by the book. So I really think they're going to try to save Carly as much as possible. The Dora Milaje might catch up to Zemo because if they track him all the way there, they're going to find his ass. Yeah. Like, they're probably going to catch up to him, and then he might end up in a Wakandan prison, which I don't even want to know what a Wakandan prison looks like. It's probably, like, absolute luxury, but they treat you like shit every day. Yeah. Like, here's your three-course platter, you fucking animal. And, like, they just spit on your floor, and then they clean it up real quick, like the robot does. But, yeah, I am very interested to see where this goes. But I hope that they fight the hell out of John Walker in one last rumble with him. And they just beat him all to hell. And then they took that shield out of his fucking arm. Because he does not deserve it. Yeah. I I agree with both you guys on that. Um, I think it's possible we could be ranking John Walker, Zemo, and the Power Broker. If the Power Broker gets revealed. We could be adding three villains to our villain rankings um, at the end of this. Uh, I don't know. But uh, my other prediction is um yeah i think there's gonna be some big skirmish between uh bucking sam and uh walker uh we could see sam finally get the shield sam and bucky get the shield back finally and um sam at this point will feel that he truly deserves the shield after seeing this horrific event or at the very least he wants to keep it in the right hands um we don't know what sharon Cause like, I don't know. Um, like Sharon was badass in the last episode in the fight scene, but I just like, I don't know. There's, I feel like Sharon could be working for the power broker in some capacity. And the fact that she's like, wasn't she the one who was like, Oh, the power broker's super pissed that his, their, their lead scientist got murdered. And like, um, I don't know. I just feel like Sharon has, Really, really close connections with the power broker. Um, and I guess I don't really have anything else. And I get, you know, the flag smashers are getting depleted as well now. They've lost that, you know, in these episodes, they lost two members now. So, I mean, we're going to see them hurting even more. Um, and, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, I have no idea what Zemo's doing. Um, but I've, I've really enjoyed Zemo um, in this series. series, series um, you know, I don't know. I, I like the mental threats um, and mental villains. So, yeah, I've enjoyed uh, this series so far. Um, 
still want to see the last two episodes before we make uh, our rankings on where this stands in the MCU, of course. But, all right. Uh, anything else? Are we ready for me to tease what's coming next? I'm all good. Josh? Tease away. All right. So, tomorrow, JJ and I are going to be on our own. We're going to be talking uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp and Captain Marvel. So, we're going to talk everything with what uh, more Paul Rudd um, and just a really fun comedy. I just rewatched Ant-Man and the Wasp uh, last night, so I have fresh thoughts on that. About to rewatch Captain Marvel probably tonight. Um, we'll talk about everything with her and, you know, we'll see how much the irrational haters, uh, what they have to say. I mean, because I'm sure we're probably going to get some of those people spewing stuff on social media um, if they listen. Um, but I I honestly think, uh, I'm not sure. They'll prop, they probably won't rank super high, um, at least for me. But I still enjoy the, these movies. Um, so we'll see where they stand. Of course, uh, next week we'll be back with episode 5 of Falcon and Winter Soldier. And uh, Josh and Gabe are going to join JJ and I next week. Uh at that point, we're going to talk Endgame finally. We're going to talk all what everything has been building up to at that point. So super excited for that. Um, and then the final week it will be our uh, finale of Falcon Winter Soldier and Far From Home. And we will be done for the time being. And I guess I'll just say that um, really appreciative of everybody who's been doing these the MCU stuff. What were you saying, Gabe? Oh, I wasn't saying anything. Oh, well, <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, we, uh, super appreciative of everybody that's been doing these, uh, podcasts, um, with me, and everybody who's been listening, and, um, would appreciate more feedback, of course, but as long as people are listening, that's good, too. Um, yeah, um, I'm just gonna say that I, we are going to be taking a break after we get through Falcon and Winter Soldier and the Infinity Saga, Till Loki comes out in June, so we're probably going to take some time off till June, and then we'll be right back uh, for that, but we'll kind of uh, say that more when we finish through what we need to finish through. But uh, that's all we have, so uh, we'll see you uh, next time on Tribe of Nerds.